0: Welcome, my fellow human beings. I'm going to go straight into this speech because I've been warned that I am not to waffle. Charming. So, how did I meet Rob Howe? Well, I must admit, when I first clapped eyes on Rob, I wasn't keen. Not at all. In fact, I thought he'd be some sort of care in the community. He was always in the blues bar, sat in between the phone and the fag machine, whooping and hooting and rowing and raucous with what half the time seemed some imaginary friend. And he'd. he'd cast you that sort of switchblade stare as you swerved past him to get to the toilet. Very unnerving. You now, I thought. Uh, He's definitely not for me. Basically because he looked and sounded three parts mentally insane. But then... Well, then we were quickly drawn together by the... Same traits of tragedy. Those being uh, femme fatales. You see, every artist has them. And they usually match the colour periods that they're in. I.e. Picasso had blue, Klimt, gold... And Rob, well, he had black, the darker shade of black. You see, he was sort of keeping company with a couple of raven haired, raven hearted women. One being a volatile dipsomaniac, who we called the black Narcissus, and the other was the doom in the room, a pansexual fascist who dressed in leather and read Nietzsche. Fortunately for me, my own femme fatale, a Spanish hot blood, left for Barcelona after burning part of the flat down with some old love letters. But Roberto, well, I was fully expecting to walk into his studio and find him stretched out as a canvas, onto which uh, these muses would be painting his still life using his own blood. But it was this sort of sort of dark triad that brought us together and uh, we began murdering the midnight hours and uh, slaughtering our sobriety in what was a vain attempt to try and heal our hemorrhaging hearts. Really what we should have done is buy a couple of bulletproof vests and go into hiding. For it wasn't long after this that I was hospitalised and given a police caution at my bedside, and uh, Rob, well, he was under constant attack. He, he could have done with a bodyguard and a crash helmet. But eventually one of his muses did sort of uh, move out. She left and uh, was later sectioned, which relieved the pressure on our self-preservation society somewhat. The one thing we did have in common was that we all shared the same shrink and swapped and swallowed the same serotonin smarties. Then our bond, well, it grew stronger and stronger, and uh, most nights we'd stay up till the wee small hours in what became later known as the Dawn Confessions, due to us keeping company with a an ex seminarian priest from the Vatican, Rome. He was sort of acting as our spiritual advisor, although he was sort of slaking down copious amounts of the old and filthy tool. You see we all had one one rather big problem and that that was that we had gullets as long as a a neck scarf that stretched down to our stocking feet so every time we started drinking it sort of turned into this attempt at suicide but still we we did have the priest on hand to sort of issue the last rites if uh, any of us uh, drowned under the um, Deep, dark waters of uh, red wine. Uh, The wonderful thing about Rob was that he was... uh, Well, he had an open heart. He was an open book and uh, he was open all hours. I mean, you could wander around to Rob's flat any time, day or night. and, And there he be, our own mentoring sage with whom we all just felt as though we were coming of age. And uh, and yes, I mean, OK, we'd done lots of travelling, we'd sailed the seas and traversed terrain, but we weren't particularly wise on the old domestic terrain front. We hadn't had wives or children, and we'd never lived alongside a 60s hippie from the ashram, who, like uh, a good guru who was... "'totally classless and without bias. "'Even though he'd been an officer's son "'and uh, educated privately, "'he wasn't at all snobbish. "'Indeed, he was very spiritual, soulful, "'sort of Samaritan, "'who offered shelter and support in many ways, "'including, well, to myself.' He was um well it was just Roberto. Um it was like having a brother, a mother, a father and a sister all rolled into one person. He he was quite wonderful and very welcoming. And Rob also threw the most fantastic parties. In fact, his life sort of was a big world party, he he had the knowledge on everyone in Harrogate, and uh, really knew where the bullets and the bo- uh, sort of the bodies were buried. We once said of Rob, if any any of our crew ever reached a position of power or prominence, then they definitely have to have our dear friend Rob assassinated to try and keep a a tin lid on the terrible truth. You see, everyone had passed through Rob's apartment. It was such a transient stage upon which we all danced. I arrived one night to find the ex-Lord Mayor and the Chief of Police dancing, semi-clad at the disco. Yes, Rob certainly kept an open door and an open policy with all his customers.' I, myself, under Rob's guiding wing of tutelage, had dropped out of a disciplined life working aboard super yachts and become this, uh, what was termed as the Takapuna Tramp, living like a beatnik in a hippie squat, sharing space and saliva with uh, every leftover Lady Godiva. But the... well, together, me and Rob shared what was a magnificent mayhem of madness... We were like born-again teenagers. Rob used to say, these may not be the best of times, but remember, it's the only time we're going to get, so you better live it. It's not a dress rehearsal. There's no tomorrows. It's today. And we're going to be a long time dead. And he certainly taught us how to live life on a ledge. In fact, he'd take you to the edge of the ledge and give you a gentle push to see if you could fly. And you can always tell when someone's... ...become a legend in their own lifetime... ...because, well, people begin to talk about you... ...whether it be good or bad, it doesn't matter... ...they still talk about you... ...and they write prose, poetry and songs of you... ...and your many exploits... ...but for this reason I say he's become immortalised... ...not just in the normal way of passing across... ...his DNA... ...in the usual form of children... ...and grandchildren but also aesthetically he's now become immortal through his art which with him being so prolific and professional in, his, in this lifelong endeavour it uh, sort of spans time, tide and terrain across the entire globe his wonderful work seems everywhere I recently said to Rob when he mentioned being so far away and detached from The rhythm of Harrogate and things. And I said, well, you hang on every wall in Old Agegate. I mean, everyone wakes up with you. They fall asleep to you. The first and last thing they see is Rob. And hopefully, me myself, hopefully it will be till my dying day. So to me, Rob will always be that beautiful work of art... "'which I shall forever hang on the empty walls of my heart. "'His son told me recently "'that the end his palette was still wet with paint. "'Even in his final hours, he'd been working through the pain. And "'Due to this dedication, we all now have a part of his art with us. "'Hopefully will forever.' We had a motto which only Rob really stuck to. He was our true constant. We said of Rob that uh, he was the bohemian fugitive that rebelled against the forces of conformity which would have enslaved him into a life of convention. Forever and ever he remained obstinate in exile. And indeed he did, even moving to live in Bohemia, with a beautiful Bohemian woman called Miri, who he once admitted had saved him from himself. Well, I say this to you, my dear, dear friend. Thank you for saving me from myself, you beautiful, beautiful Bohemian. And God bless I shall see you on the other side. All my love. S.